eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Al and Jerry are here with more sports news and other stories that they couldn't get to during the morning show. It's Alan Jerry's post game podcast. All right, here we go on the podcast. It's a Wednesday. What's up, Al? Oh, hi, Jerry. How are you? Uh, good. Uh, in today's uh, program, we ended up speaking about uh, Greg Giannotti's bulldog, which he has. And the vulva. Has a uh, backwards vulva or something that he has to uh, clean out, I guess, every time the dog goes to the bathroom. Right. But it got me thinking like, people love a bulldog. And a bulldog is one of those dogs, to me, with all the breeds available to get as a pet. I know bulldog people are bulldog freaks, but I don't like a dog with a lot of spit and saliva. <laughs> I know. And those dogs have that. Yes, like, how do you do. cuddle up to one of those dogs and it not get it spit all over you, your clothing, your couch, your blankets, that sort of thing, Jerry? How about, remember the movie Turner and, Ho- Turner and Hooch? Yes. Ugh. Disgusting. Now, that's not a bulldog, but that's kind of what you're talking Those about. Those kinds of dogs. There's a number of what I call, Jerry, the saliva spit dogs. Yes. That I want no part of. I love animals. I right. love dogs. You're a cat person. Cats don't ever drool, right? Uh, no, they don't. At least not the cats I've had, no. You don't have, you never like pet your cat and it's wet. Never. No. Cats are the easiest. And again, I was never a cat person until one was dropped on my doorstep. Um, you cat, came home one day, there was a cat on your doorstep? Essentially, yes. Really? Pretty much. My my, I've told the story before. Quickly, my niece, who at the time was 1999, she was four, I think, maybe three, and they had a little black kitten that they couldn't keep. And it was, she. I got home and she was there with my wife, you know, at the time, um, and my sister was there, and I walk in and they're there with this cat. I'm like, what are we doing? Like, I was, I hated cats. I figure when we got a house, I'm getting a dog. Right. And it was the little, my little niece. Could you please take her? We got to bring her, you know, to the shelter where she'll probably be destroyed. Oh. Okay. And they had her for, I shouldn't say a few days. They had her for about six months. And that was the cat that I had to put down last year, or two years ago, after 18 years. Or 17 years. So where did they get this cat from to bring it onto your porch? I don't remember that part of the story. I don't know. I just know that basically a cat was dropped on our doorstep. And we took her in. 
And I have found they are the easiest pets to have. Very easy. Uh, easiest pets. Now, if you got a dog, what kind of dog would you go for? I wouldn't get a dog anymore. You wouldn't now. No, You're out. I'm, yeah, I'm done. You I, had the idea, I though. Have, you know what? I've raised two boys now. Mm-hmm. They're not fully raised. One's 13, one's seven. You still got but a little ways to go got with got a that, long Jerry. ways to go. But Do not give up on those the, kids yet. They're beyond. Well, good luck to you when that happens. Uh, we're beyond those first couple of years with the sleeping's bed. Mm-hmm. I did that twice. I, I hear nightmares. From friends of mine, they get puppies, and it's like training a kid. Yes. Where they're up running around the house, howling at night. They got to go out at 3 a.m. Screw that. I did it with humans. Right. I am not doing it with a dog now. Right. No chance. Cats more self-sufficient animals. No, no, not more. They are self-sufficient. Oh, they are. You don't do anything with them. Okay. Clean out the litter box a couple times a day. Are your cats uh, neutered or fixed, whatever yes. they call those? Yes, they were when we got them. And declawed oh, also? She, he is now. My other one we had to put down. She was only a year. So you and have half only old. one cat now. We have one cat. Yes. A man cat. Yes, it's a dude. And he has balls or no balls? I don't know. Huh. I've never seen them. Take a look today when you get home. I mean, they're not there jiggling. Right. So probably know. not. I guess not. No testicles on a cat. I, uh, they have testicles, I believe. Are they inverted testicles? No, I think they're out so there. So Gio's Giannotti's got the uh, the vulva that's on the outside. My cat might have the balls on the inside. See, I, yeah. That seems weird. It does seem weird. I, I I think cats have little cat balls, but I'm not sure, Jerry. Little cat balls. Why don't you take, do, do us a favor as in a collective audience. When you go home, rub your cat's belly when he turns over on his back. Just You got balls? Just glance. Right, I'm not sure. I don't. And he has no that. claws. Right. Your dog. You're Good a cat. Point. Jerry, how about this article? Oh, dateline, how about mm. this? Well, I don't have a dateline for this one. Oh. I don't know where this comes from. But um, a uh, a guy had a uh, rescue dog. I could only assume it's a pit bull. And the balls were gone. Uh, I do not see balls on this dog. It could be. A, it is a male. Okay. In fact, the balls had, do have something to do with this story. Okay. Uh, the the dog was tattooed underneath by his genitals, and the guy thought, "Can you imagine somebody tattooing their dog? How disgusting!" You know, this dog was a rescue. Sure. Imagine what else these people put this dog through. This They tattooed their dog. Right. So he thought to feel one with the dog, he would get the same tattoo that the dog has. Under his balls. No, he got it on his arm. Oh, okay. Where, where, where people mostly get tattoos, where men right. do. And he said, I don't know what this, what this tattoo means, but I want to feel in unity with my dog who was tattooed by these previous owners got it that's very nice of him well he put the uh, photo of his dog's tattoo and his tattoo which is the exact same thing put on his facebook page jerry and relayed that story i feel closer to my dog now that i've got the same tattoo as him he didn't have a choice i had a choice and decided to get the same tattoo as my dog right you know i get the whole point right okay well a couple responders let the guy know what the tattoo meant the tattoo was simply saying, this is a neutered male. So now this guy <laughs> has a tattoo on his arm that is the symbol for a <laughs> neutered man. That's actually kind of funny. Yes. The poor guy. Poor fella. He was trying to be in solidarity with his dog. He thought he was doing the right thing. Neuter- I thought you were going to tell me that that Facebook post has got him girl after girl after girl right. or something like that. No, they're going to think he has no uh, balls. <laughs> Pretty funny. So you got to be careful when you get tattoos. You know, sometimes people get like symbols and such. Yes. Jay. You never know 
what they actually mean. Uh, Jerry, last week or the week before, we did the story in London of a thing called a fatberg. Okay. That is these things that uh, I remember, yeah, develop yeah. in sewers, yes. which is just pounds and pounds and pounds of things people flush down the toilets or down the sinks, bathroom right. sinks, uh, kitchen sinks that that kind of congeal and start blocking the pipes. Congeal. I yeah. Like that. So they're having a similar problem in Baltimore. There's a big fatberg in Baltimore between Baltimore's Penn Station and Charles Street. The uh, fatberg has uh, caused the sewers to overflow. And uh, there's around 1.2 million gallons of sewage going into Jones Fall. That's, I don't know what that is, but it sounds gross. It is very gross, Jerry. They say that they call it the fatberg is filled with what they call fog, F-O-G, fats, oils, grease. Ugh. And they blame restaurants, Jerry, in particular, because restaurants will just like pour their used grease down the uh, down the pipes, down the drains. Right. And then that grease congeals. Congeals. Then if you flush things down the toilet, it'll, as it's going by, the big fat thing, it just sticks to it. I like how you say that, the big fat thing. And it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Right. Fatberg instead fat. of an iceberg, Jerry. Yes. This is like an iceberg, but it's of fat and grease and oils. Hmm. So if you're in um, Baltimore, be careful what you flush down your toilet. You're contributing to the fatberg. It's disgusting. Are you typing about I the am, fatberg sorry, over there? No, news is breaking. Out. What kind of breaking news do we have? And by the time people download this, it might be old news. Uh, just that Matt Forte is week to week with a toe injury, and the Jets have signed a running back, and I have to make sure I have that in. Anybody we've heard of? No. Travis C- T- Travaris Cadet. Oh, he's terrific. Yeah, I don't know. All right. Well, so I'm sorry. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to actually do both here. Can we? Can you find out? Will he be kneeling or standing this week? <laughs> I don't we think must... I'm going to be able to get that answer for oh, you okay. right now. <laughs> we must know that immediately. Oh, I need God. to know. I heard all the players will be standing on their heads this week, Jerry. <laughs> as, uh, now that would be something. For, uh, to show solidarity. Yeah, today's, today, the next hour and 20 minutes is going to be a pain in the ass because I think Rick Pitino is going to get fired very soon. Really? And this is happening. And Not that this is a big deal, but it's something that has to be in. So Rick Pitino is part of the... Uh, the the people involved in this well it's not the, necessarily that he himself has been named as much as it's Louisville that's been right, named and if you're you're Rick Patino you are the Louisville basketball program and if you're responsible if this has happened to your program you are responsible for it there's nothing else you can say about it so basically uh, the FBI has accused a couple of colleges of paying high school kids to go to their schools, essentially, yes. sign with their agents they want them to sign with, correct, and and do deals with sneaker companies that they want. Yes, that's pretty much and the, the way. FBI did this. Yeah, the FBI has been busy in sports lately, sports world, Apparently. busting. Yes, certainly seems that way. It does. Yes, my goodness. And Rick Pitino wasn't he a Kentucky guy for many years? Yes. And then what happened there? Did, did he the have Knicks for a little while? He coached the right. Celtics for a little while. I forgot about that. Yeah. So when he was at Kentucky, he was a dominant coach. And then yes. why would he leave that? Where did he go the from there? So it was uh, not only NBA, but the Mecca, Jerry, Madison yeah. Square Garden came calling. That's right. So he went to the Knicks. Did he have success here? I'm trying to think. You put it in, um, if you put it in chronological order. He, You know, it's funny. He did have success here because if you remember, 
he came to the Knicks and he had them playing a more up-tempo type of, I don't know if you watched or not, but they played a faster uh, type of basketball and he made them like they were good for a while, uh, but it never materialized to where you kind of wanted it to go. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, he had a decent room. I'm just looking to see if he's been fired. It says, I guess he's telling people that he might be fired today. So I guess none of that has changed. Just a pain when this stuff is happening, like as right. we're doing this podcast. When you're podcast. trying to podcast. And so, and I'm trying to, you put it in chronological order though. He was, I know he was at Providence. He was at Kentucky. The Knicks and the Celtics are in there as well somewhere. <laughs> the Celtics, I think were prior to Louisville. Yes. And I think the Celtic thing was he was trying to get the number one pick and his team wasn't good. They didn't get it. It didn't go well and blah, 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 blah. So he looks like an intense guy. He's one of those guys where it looks like he would be very intense to deal with. Hold on. I have it here. Rick Pitino. So, yeah. Now, I didn't know this. Interesting. Interesting. So he was the coach at Boston University. I never knew that. Wow. First. He in 1978. He was the head coach at Boston. The Knicks hire him as an assistant at a Boston I be University. Honest. Yeah, I didn't remember you that don't either. Recall that. Then he goes to Providence, does quite well. Then he's the Knicks head coach to Kentucky, to Boston Celtics, to Louisville. Oh, so he does this thing, Jerry, where it looks like he goes college, pro, college, pro. Let me see: Boston U, Knicks, Providence, Knicks, Kentucky, Celtics, Louisville. Uh, you, you nailed it. I nailed it, Jerry. Didn't he also have like a uh, thing where he was yes. some like? Uh, Relationship. Being blackmailed. Being blackmailed. Correct. Right. He had an affair in a mm-hmm. restaurant with a woman who then tried to blackmail him. Mm. That blackmail doesn't ever seem to really work. Uh, no. You see the Kevin Hart, you know, the comedian Kevin yeah, Hart. I saw he's, that He's mess. been in a big uh, blackmail situation. Here's, Letterman was in okay. a blackmail situation. Here's what doesn't work. What's that? When you start having sex with other people. Right. When you're on the road and you're not with your family. Got it. That generally doesn't work. That's where the blackmailing begins. Yes. So if that doesn't happen, no one could like. Especially Cal, if you're famous. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, I don't think anyone could blackmail me for any reason right now, right? Uh, I would say if you had sex with a woman in San Jose, I have not. You're probably okay. Okay. Now, if you had sex with a woman in Matawan. I would be wary. But no, Jerry, the the world is all connected now with the internet. I know, but what so I'm you saying can't be is on the road I don't think anyone it. in San Jose knows who Al Dukes is. Oh, okay. There's a good possibility oh, that someone saying. in Matawan might actually flip the channel on, or her husband might. You're saying I'm not famous in San Jose. You're not worldwide well, yet. Well, I bet you someone from San Jose is listening to this, and they'll hit you up at Jerry Recco name on them. Twitter. Well, I don't know their name. Right. But I'm just saying, you there must be someone in San Jose listening to this podcast, Jerry. It's international. Jerry, when a man wants a fresh start, I recommend a nice shave. I do as well. It feels like, like I only shave once a week. Right. But I shave on like a Sunday night. Because mm. to me, I'm like, I'm getting a fresh start for the week. Now, some people have to shave every day. That really is a fresh start. That's a fresh start every morning. But here's the problem. When you get a fresh start by shaving, which I do recommend, it does get pricey. That is unless you use Harry's. Now, why is that, Jerry? You tell me, Al. Because Harry's, there's two dudes from Harry's, right? A guy named Jeff and a guy named Andy. They get so annoyed at paying huge prices for uh, razors that they decided to buy a factory over there in germany wow german engineered blades they send them right from the factory to your door no middleman 
Uh, cutting out the middleman, Jerry, turns out the middleman wants money. Mm. So when you cut out the middleman, you don't have to pay that money. And they pass the savings on to shavers like you and I. Everybody wants to get paid. Everybody wants to get paid, Jerry. You know that over 3 million guys have switched to Harry's? I wonder why is that? Is that because they give you a great price? That is because they give you a great price. And you're one of those guys, Jerry. That is true. I am as well. I've actually been using Harry's now for literally two and a half years. Is that right? Yes. Two and a half years. You've never looked back. I haven't. There's no reason to. It really is a great product. Now, you can get a free trial offer from Harry's today. That's a $13 value, and all Harry's is asking is that you pick up the shipping. What do I get with the the, the trial set? Oh, the says? free trial set, Jerry. You get a weighted ergonomic razor handle. All about ergonomics. Mm-hmm. Five precision-engineered blades with a lubricating strip and a trimmer blade. Lube it up. Do that under your nose yes. and by your sideburns, the trimmer blade. You get a rich lathering shave gel. And a travel blade cover. Now, how do I get this again? You go to harrys.com slash postgame. Harrys.com slash postgame, Jerry. German engineered blades. Enough said. That's all you need to know. They bought a factory, Jerry. You think they're not all in? They bought a factory in a foreign country. All in. Because Germany makes the best blades. Then, in Germany, here's what that factory looks like. They're pumping out blades, and they've got boxes to ship them to your home here in America. Is that That's how it, it works? That's it. And some snacks for the workers. I got to tell you, man, Harry's, mm-hmm. all these places, yes. they should love themselves some Aldukes. Harry's.com slash postgame. You go the extra mile, my friend. You'll get the Jerry Recco special there. Jerry, I have here a list of uh, Halloween costume ideas. Okay. Because now's the time you really got to start thinking of it. We're a month away. I know. You got to start planning your Halloween. I think it's four weeks from today, actually. Four weeks from today. Okay. Because it's a, Halloween's a Tuesday. Right. So is it four or five weeks? Well, whatever. Okay. Which is a couple weeks away, but you have to start planning. Because if you don't plan now, you're going to be stuck being like a ghost where you just put the sheet over your body and you cut out the eyes that's usually what i do or I put looks, a football jersey on yes i've done the football jersey trick where you put the black under trick, your it's eye a costume it's not really a costume it's a lazy costume very but lazy it, hey, i tweeted that photo last year when we talked about halloween of me as danny white when i was All 10 right. years old okay i Good still point. have that picture why don't you go as danny white again this year i could do that i actually have a number 11 jersey Cowboys one? Yes. Cole Beasley, though? Mm, it's not. No, it was a generic blue Cowboys jersey with just 11. Now, there's no name on the back. It doesn't say white or anything like that. It's just a jersey. So I could do that. I do have, I think I still have, my. I still have a Cowboy helmet, I believe. Mm-hmm. Somewhere packed up. I was always waiting to have a basement. Right. Which I now will have, I think. Oh, you should put your Cowboy helmet do down there. Uh, no, I can, I'm going to watch the games with it on. Oh, okay. Cause a lot of guys will wear a Jersey. You're going to put the helmet. On. I just sit there with a the helmet on. Okay. Yes. Well, here's some top Halloween costumes. Number one, Pennywise from the movie it. That's a scary clown. Okay. That's a character from a no, very popular a movie. That doesn't it. seem like any, what fun. about a scary clown? No. Uh, also very popular this year, Jerry, they say is going to be characters from the Netflix series Stranger Things. I don't know what that is. There's a bunch of kids running around. Okay. Uh, Belle from Beauty and the Beast. Still? Very popular. Yeah. Wow. It's still a popular thing. amongst gals. This is a strange one, Jerry, but they say that uh, on Pinterest, people are searching for costume ideas for this. Giraffes. <laughs> what are we doing with a giraffe? I don't know. 
Maybe a sexy weird. giraffe. A sexy giraffe? Yeah, like women always like to do a costume and then they do the sexy version so that mm. they could wear skimpy clothing and not seem like they're, it seems like, well, it's Halloween. Right. Sexy giraffe. Uh, Wonder Woman, also going to be popular okay, this year. Okay, I can see that, sure. A very empowering costume for women right. with the popular movie this past summer. Uh, Game of Thrones characters. I wouldn't know one character. Uh, it's just like things, uh, wizards and things like no, that. No, I know. I'm just saying I would not know one character. Okay, so someone would say to you, oh, Jerry, do you know who I am from Miranda Game of Miranda from Game of Thrones. Well, I don't think there's a Miranda, but oh. do you know who I am from Game of Thrones? No, I don't. How about this one, Jerry? Baywatch, babe. So they're going in bikinis? Yeah, well, not bikinis. The Baywatch girls wore the one pieces. So one pieces, the one piece October red. 31st. That's going to go swimmingly be up cold. in New England when it's 48 degrees. I would recommend uh, you would wear your, a jacket of some sort when you get to the party. Do you think in warm weather cities? Yes. And I'm, I guess the answer is probably yes. Okay. Do you th Look at Brian Jones. Are you kidding me? He wasn't kidding when he said he had a new show coming out. Huh. God bless him. Brian Jones. Brian Jones. Do you think yeah, Better Man is called the show? He was telling me and Boomer about this last week. You were laughing at him. And he was very excited about it. Um, do you think in the warm weather cities mm -hmm. that you will find women that will, I don't want to say trick or treat, but they will be dressed as, you know, strippers with pasties on their nipples and thongs? Hmm. Like in Tampa, does someone yeah. go as an actual stripper? Yeah. Possibly. Think that's possible? Yeah, that I'm sure possible. at Halloween parties you see some weird stuff. Yes. But do you yes, think you would you see do. that walking around like she walks into Starbucks? Yeah. Oh. In a thong and pasties. Right. For Halloween? Yes. I think it's that possible. That probably does happen. I think it does happen there. Like in LA mm -hmm. or in Orlando. Or maybe not. Well, yeah, Orlando, Miami. Florida and California. It's happening. That'd be kind of interesting. How about this one, Jerry? This is a classic from years gone by as well. Hippies. People love to dress like a hippie. I see. I think that's fun. That's a fun I like costume. that. Yeah, if you get the tie-dye shirt and the old faded jeans look and you get a wig and you don't shave leading up to it. Yeah, I think that's right. kind of cool. I could do that. Okay. Uh, unicorns are going to be stupid. popular this year. That's stupid. And mermaids. Big Kristaps Porzingis fans. Off for the unicorn? Uh, possibly. Mermaids? I How do you walk? This would be a cool costume for the New York area. A Kristaps Porzingis uh, uniform with a unicorn. With a beak on your forehead? A unicorn horn. Right. That's kind of neat, I guess. It did remind me, though. Remember, like, a popular costume growing up when people wanted to do something easy? They would be bums, which is very offensive. I don't remember that. Really? No. Like, you would dress, your Halloween costume was being a homeless guy. You know, I don't remember that. That's offensive at this point. It is. I, it is. Oh, by the way, everything's offensive these days. Well, even I'm offended by that, and I'm not offended by a lot of things. I'd be offended by someone being, a quote, a bum for Christmas, for uh, way, Halloween. I thought we handled that list very well. Thank you. That was pretty good. I You're welcome. That. I got to go. All right, Jerry, the warm-up show is next. See you. Good morning, campers. It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, brought to you by Newcastle Building Products, the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. Use it on your roof already. All right, good morning to you. It's a Wednesday. This portion sponsored by TheraWorks Relief. Al Dukes, Mr. Syracuse, how are you? Oh, hi, Jerry. My nephew goes there now. I told him I would wear a Syracuse shirt on the television. Look at you. Yeah, because they don't get enough publicity. Okay, what's up, man? Yeah, not a lot of people hear of that. No, I, Syracuse, who are they? By the way, I was at Syracuse once Columbia played them. Probably it was when Tiger Woods had his Thanksgiving night mishap with that the was car a bad, and his wife. That was yeah, a that, bad Thanksgiving. That just set the whole thing in motion. Yeah. It is so freaking cold up it's there. It's chilly. It's amazing to me how they get, you know, like all these cold weather schools. Like if I put you in charge of Duke's University and I told you you were located in Buffalo, 
I'd be out. What is your selling point for getting through December, January, and February? I once took a job in Buffalo, Jerry, to be a program director at a sports station there. I didn't know you did that. Oh, yeah. I, I accepted. I went up there. I interviewed. I accepted the job. Okay. I went up there, Jerry. This is about uh, 11, 12 years ago. I go, no guests, no updates. <laughs> and they're like, we love that. So they offered me a job. I accepted no, it. No updates? No updates. Mm, okay. I said, just have the hosts mention those things. <laughs> right. Uh, the uh, I got home. I called uh, one of my uh, friends and colleagues who I get advice from and things. I go, good news. I've, I took a job in Buffalo. He said, just so you know, when you wake up in the morning, you're in Buffalo. <laughs> On Saturday, <laughs> you're, you're in, in Buffalo. Buffalo. And I went, what am I doing? <laughs> That's right. And I, I called him. But and, uh, did canceled. you ever contemplate what like January would be no. like? Minus five degrees and three not. feet of snow outside. No, I don't. I don't. I did. I did not. So as you accepted the job, those lifestyle issues never. Especially you know why? You who were so detailed. It was like June when I went oh, up there. Of it was course. lovely. Was that how they got Rex Ryan? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Me and Rex Ryan got uh, flimflammed into thinking it was beautiful up there. <laughs> Jerry, did you see this last night Yankee game? I did see the Yankee game. Sure, you did. Did you see the Yankee game? Of course, Jerry. I was right. locked in. Right. Uh, Yanks Rays. Uh, when Gary Sanchez was at bat, there was a gentleman uh, sitting behind home plate, a fan. I'm stunned at the result of this. Go ahead. Who was shouting out in Spanish to Gary Sanchez, pitch location, to give him a, mm-hmm. to let Gary Sanchez know. Outside, outside. Outside. And they tossed the fan. I'm I'm really surprised. Now, I'm not saying it's right or wrong. And I know the Rays, Kevin Cash was very complimentary of the way the Kevin Yankees. Cash? Yes, Al. He is who? He's the Yankee hitting coach. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, well, moving on. He uh, he was very complimentary of the Yankee organization for him. Oh, the Rays manager. <laughs> yes, the way they, they whoosh, threw that guy right out of the stadium. <laughs> but I would think, like, you get thrown out for just location. If you're Gary Sanchez, you can feel where the catcher is setting up. You would up. think. Yeah. So you get thrown. Now, it was the eighth inning when he got tossed, I think. So it's not like he missed the entire game. Yeah. But if you've got seats like that, is that really why you want to get kicked out? I once got kicked out of the old Chase Stadium for yelling, no bad, no bad, a swing. You did? That was a joke, Jerry. Now, let me ask you this. Why would you? You know what? Never mind. Move on. Just move on. Did you used to do that in Little League? I don't want to get you in trouble. When a guy was at bat, no bad, no bad, no bad, a swing. You know what the new thing is now? Is here we go, kid. Let's go, kid. It's just you just dream about it for days. They say that for their pitcher, the Little Leaguers? Or for the bat, usually for the batter. To kind of let's get going. The kids don't say in the field when they're pitching, but when they're in the dugout and they're hitting, it is so annoying. Matter of fact, it's the only time I've ever called timeout and told a youth pitcher, you want to hit him, hit him. You, you're advocating the children ad- beating no, other no, children? No, I'm not advocating it. I could see one of my pitchers was very frustri- frustrated by it. So I had to call timeout. I said, what do you want me to do? They're not doing anything illegal. I'm like, if you don't like it and you want to hit them, hit them. I don't know what to tell you. And then I said, that's probably not the right way to go about it. Do They, they don't do no batter, no batter swing anymore? No. They, they don't. don't? No. That no, worked. That used to work anymore. in my little fellow's league of Colonia, Jerry. No, you know what the kids do now? <laughs> the old, I forget what movie it started with, but the you know the old, you can do it. Yes. You know, the, a lot of the kids do that oh, when, okay. when they go up to the you bat, can too. do it. Yes, Got it. That is true. Jerry, uh, I don't know if you saw this, but George Clooney. I've heard of George Clooney. He's a renowned actor, good-looking gentleman. Is he the gentleman. coach for the race? He is not. He's an actor, George Clooney. 
he wrote a poem yesterday supporting the NFL players. Mm, that's great. And they're uh, kneeling. Now, I read this poem. It doesn't even rhyme. So is it really a poem? Or he oh, just poems, wrote down words? Poems don't have to rhyme. Most to of them did. The good ones rhyme. The good ones probably do. So do song lyrics. Right. But they don't have to rhyme to be classified as a poem. Yeah, this doesn't really seem like a poem for me. Right. Every line starts with, I pray. Like, I pray okay. for my country. I pray that we find things that unite us. So I get that he's doing that part, and that kind of looks like a poem visually. Right. But why not have something rhyme with, like, I pray for my country? Then the next line, you'd be like, okay, what rhymes with country? Nothing. That's the problem. <laughs> right. Then he was like, okay, this one is not going to rhyme, this poem. Why not just start with I pray for the U.S.? Now you can. Now you got to rhyme. Right. As someone who used to uh, do song parodies every now and then, Jerry, it's very important, the line prior, because it's got to be something very rhymable. Wah-wah in ma like that. <laughs> now that's a poem. That was taken from my poem titled Wawa in Mawa. Wawa in Mawa. New Jersey. Convenience now, stores. Now, Edgar Allan Poe, he was a yeah. big poet, right? Big poet. Are you telling me, and Eddie would know this, I'm sure. No, he, Do I, all his poems rhyme? Guaranteed no. Well, he's like the greatest he's poet not of the all greatest time. He's not the greatest poet of all time. Is he not recognized as one of the greatest poets of all time? People are aware he existed, but he's not a great poet because it does. By the Anyone could write words down, Jerry. I agree. The tough part is rhyming. But, and I think rhyming is, and I, I've been with Craig on this for years, when he says writing songs is not that difficult. Right. I agree with him. I mean, just look at some of, I mean, who is the one... Um, the Presidents of the United States, right? Yes. Peaches. Peaches. <laughs> oh, that's a great song. Millions of peaches. Peaches for me and right. peaches for free. I mean, come on. And that's a popular song back in the 90s. Right. Their other big song was called Lump. Right. Lump and Hump. Yes. Exactly. Then this, Jerry, this, I'm surprised you haven't done this before. Uh, Gerald McCoy, he's uh, on the Buccaneers. Okay. I haven't done what Gerald McCoy has done. Is that what you're saying? Uh, not yet, but I, okay. you may have wanted to. Uh, Gerald McCoy is sick of... Uh, what we call Twitter trolls, Jerry, hitting him up about how he sucks. So why? How the bucks suck and all that stuff. Okay. So he said to these Twitter trolls, he, he went to the media and said, please get this uh, message out. If they want to talk to me face to face, I work at one buck place. Right. You can come meet me there. To which the buck said, please don't. Uh, right. They're not going to allow that to happen. Please don't come to one buck place. Plus, they could have found him anyway. They know where he is. Well, he didn't want to give out his home address, he said. Oh, no, but you know where he works, just like people know where we work. Right. One buck place. And I don't go. I, by the way, if you look for however many years we have done this Twitter thing now. Twitter. I have not been. I don't go after. I really don't. I don't respond to much. Oh. What I respond to are inaccuracies. Oh, okay. If you someone correct them. So if someone calls you out, Al, for saying something you didn't really say, you're going to let that go? Well, I, no, I threaten to fight them somewhere, and I right, tell well, them where, you're to, Gerald McCoy. where to meet But me. if someone tells you you suck, all right, so be it. Great. I hope someone else doesn't well, think I suck. You said you, don't, you said you don't like inaccuracies. Someone tweeting me, I suck, inaccurate. In your mind. I will and fight your that. your mom's mind. Perhaps not in their your mind. Your mom's and mind. And that's okay, by the way. That's all right. All right. People think you're no good. You're no good. So Are those uh, jackasses? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> on the right. Twitter. And this, Jerry, uh, you know they how they sometimes mic up NFL players? This I like. Uh, they had Carson Wentz mic'd up this week. And he is the quarterback of the Seahawks now? No, he's the quarterback <laughs> of the Eagles. This was during the Giant game. Yes. And he, on mic, said that if that kicker fella, that rookie, right, if he hit that 61-yarder, he was going to give him this week's game check. I guess he's stuck now. And now it's on audio. He's stuck. He owes this dude 
31 grand. Good for him. I hope he gets it too. In some 61 ways, 61 yarder. Good in, for him. In some ways, I was like, hmm, I thought Carson Wentz would be making more than 30 grand a game. No, he's it was second year in the league. Remember, those rookie deals are no longer like they used to be, where you get pick number one, here's $100 million. Now it's it's on scale. It's good, by the way. you got to go prove yourself. He's going to get pizzayed, as a Boomer would say. Uh, perhaps he might. This portion is sponsored by TheraWorks Relief. To relieve muscle cramps in your legs and feet, use TheraWorks Relief. This fast-acting foam is clinically proven to relieve leg and foot cramps. Get TheraWorks Relief today at TheraWorksRelief.com. More to do. Boomer and Greg at the top right here on The Fan. It's the dynamic duo of Alan Jerry on the warm-up show. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products and the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. The superheroes of building products. All right, it's only 5.56, and we are having a splendid morning. This portion sponsored by Taco Bell. Yankees beat the Rays 6-1. to one. Uh, The Rays pitching was hideous. The Yankees did clinch the top wild-card spot. They have that home field for the wild-card game, but only three games behind Boston now with about five to go as the Red Sox lost again to the Blue Jays 9-4 Mookie Betts. Uh, sore wrist as well. Mets beat the Braves 4-3 to last night. And uh, Dwayne Wade expected to sign with the Cavs. And John Mara did speak at least uh, an email about Odell Beckham Jr. All of that coming up in just a moment. Uh, this portion is sponsored by Taco Bell. Taco Bell just made a taco shell entirely out of fried egg and filled it with bacon, potatoes, and cheese. It's called the Naked Egg Taco. And it's about to make breakfast a lot more interesting. I'm going to need your glasses soon. I can't see anything. You can't see? God. You get those readers in the uh, drugstores, Jerry. That's what I did. Just Maybe grab a Boomer's granny glasses oh. right over there. Yeah, yeah there they're not go. for my eyes, There though. you go. Jerry, I have two more items for you before the uh, morning program begins. One, uh, there's a Ric Flair 30 for 30 coming out, yes. which I cannot wait for. It's going to be exciting. You are a 30 for 30 whore. Love it. You love it. And I love old wrestling. So combine those two. I am locked in. Mm. Uh, in it, he, he claims that he uh, had relations with over 10,000 women. Is that why Ron Jeremy was criticizing him? Yes. Did you see that all over the web? Yes. So because it's not web. possible, right? Uh, yeah. When Will you do Chamberlain the math, said he did that. He said that twenty thousand actually. Oh, twenty thousand. But uh, this is my whole thing with that. If Ric Flair does not have or never had VD, then VD does not exist. <laughs> I would agree. Because t- <laughs> the odds are so stacked against someone you. Someone right now in their car listening to this. Got VD from one, one person. Mistake. This ten thousand. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, I don't know. Statistically, Jerry, that's good. Woo! Yeah. By the way, it's right ten thousand. You would think at some point it would fall off. Or just, it's enough already. Well, I mean, in your mind, perhaps. Oh. What did Jeremy say about it? He said it's not possible that he did that. Even no, I mean, this was a guy who got paid. Right. Imagine Correct. getting criticized by Ron Jeremy. By the hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> like you open your Twitter. It's like, who's tweeting at me? Is Ron that his Jeremy. nickname, Eddie? Yes. yes. Correct, Al. That's from the, That's uh, correct. the Stern Show. How do you show. know that? And then oh, very okay. sad news, Jerry. And I only bring this up here on this sports program because uh, whenever I mention this program, people love it. It's one thing that men share uh, television-wise. Impractical jokers. With their wives. No. Oh. Fixer Upper. I saw this. With Chip and Joanna Gaines. You see why they're not doing the show anymore? Well, I saw their... I hear the rumors, Jerry. They don't want to become Tarek and Christina. That's why. Right. How about that? The other... uh, And by the way, it's Waco. How many more houses are there to rebuild? Exactly. Right. (laughs) They basically rebuilt the town. Every old house just must be able to... Those two (laughs) going to come over here and uh, flip this. Rename the town. Yeah. The Gainesville. So they're out. Wake up from 6 to 10 with Boomer Esiason in the morning.